1: Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hill and that's my creaky chair. (laughs) Sitting next to me is um, producer, guest booker, and this week, engineer, Josh... Sidekick, let me, hold, let me finish. Sidekick, sidekick Josh Landy, for the first time ever, you are doing everything. This, literally, there couldn't be anything more you could do, apart from being the two guests as well.
2: Yeah, this is the <laughs> first time in six years of doing this for you, I'm also being sound engineer. So if the sound is horrific tonight, well, I already thoroughly apologise. But I'm going to do my absolute best in the absence of a sound engineer.
1: Yeah, I think you're already doing a great job. I mean, I have no idea what it's going to sound like, but I'm I happy. Think
2: so far, so good.
1: Yeah, we are joined by... Um, glorious returnee Billy Lunn of the Subway's fame.
3: Hello, hello. So good Welcome to be back. Welcome back. you. used Thank to be very semi-regular. Yeah. Then one yeah. week you got drunk. Yeah. You, drunk.
2: you bowed out. <laughs> it was fine. I was fine That <laughs> genuinely is the most memorable appearance yeah. ever on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> was, people yeah. still, people still invoke it. Was it with Ben? It was with Ben.
2: Ben remembers it well. Yeah.
3: Ben's dog was there as well. Colin. Colin the dog. Wow, do you remember Colin? Ben Winston. I remember I, I, don't do I remember, you remember very
2: little about that night. Never mind <laughs> yeah. Ben's dog's name. Ben
1: Ben was furious. Yeah, Ben Winston, formerly of this parish, now basically one of the most successful men in Hollywood. He, he is, is. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I was over in Los Angeles uh, a couple of years ago, actually, and I saw the a big picture of uh, uh, James Corden, and I tweeted it, and yeah. Ben sent me a message like, "Why didn't you let me know? Oh, yeah, taking me nice. around the studio. Nice. I really should have played that card.
2: I keep a record of when everyone has come on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Dude. Billy last came on September 2016. Wow. I mean, Cole Jenkins has made more appearance <laughs> <laughs> in the last two years <laughs> that brilliant. Oh, well, well, it's glorious to have you back and you are
1: now a season ticket holder which is oh, a step am. up
3: yeah yeah, yeah. where so are you happy. seated where's your seat i'm uh upper uh northwest so yeah upper northwest okay, yeah. okay. Uh, i can't remember the block exactly <laughs> so that's, to I need to remember the block that's <laughs> fine um, but i'm waiting till next season when i can go downstairs oh, okay. to I'll be quite Bank. high up yeah uh, I, it- yeah i am quite, i'm sort of Luckily, I'm on the corner, so you're not as high as if you're, like, right on right the on Yes, the, on the, the really high f- bits of really Yeah, they're yeah. nosebleed territory. Yeah.
1: And we should also say, I should also say, you're also the composer of possibly the greatest podcast theme tune in history that's, of the Pilot TV podcast. That's so
3: kind of you. Yes.
1: We're <laughs> available every Monday... With me and my pals from Empire Magazine. It's it's obviously the world's greatest uh, TV review
2: podcast. It is. T- t- Billy t- wrote t- the theme tune, Two Josh. minutes, 26 what? seconds until you plugged something else. so I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> <plugging laughs> I'm, I'm plugging Billy's brilliant theme tune. Thank you so much. No,
1: but that's an incredible my thing pleasure. to do. What an honour for, for Billy to compose his
3: own t- theme tune. I'll be honest, it was just it was just a real opportunity for me to indulge myself in using my Roland 808. I was ah. just loving it, a whole studio day. A Roland, go have a Roland 808. Yes.
1: And we have our new guest to the show, Chris Godfrey, who is, let me, hello, who is, uh, I'm Brian Thinking, a proper journalist, (laughs) you work for The Guardian, no less, and you're commissioning editor of the G2 section of The Guardian, blimey. Thank you, and Arsenal football season ticket holder as well,
0: and an Arsenal season ticket holder of two years. I was on the waiting list for eleven years. Uh, Eleven.
1: Hold on, eleven years. That's I was on the waiting list for about seven years. Yeah, eleven.
0: It was the the first thing I did with. uh, I got when I was sixteen. I got a job at Woolworths, and Mm. I think the first thing I did with my paycheck was put my name down for two Arsenal season tickets. And I've just been checking up every year, Brilliant. every summer, ever since. And it took us dropping into Europa League for mm. me to get my hands on a pair. So so
1: it took late period, period, late Wenger period. Late Wenger period, yeah. yeah.
0: For you silver to. linings, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And where
1: do you sit? Where's your
0: seat? Uh, I'm in Block 100, which is North Upper. Um, I was, last season I was... One row from the back, probably as far back in the Emirates oh, as you wow, can get. Really? Um, but they've sort of moved me clo- a little bit closer. Me and my brother moved us. Uh, yeah, so about sort of twenty-two row, twenty-two. Oh, okay,
1: that's uh, that's so that's we're super.
0: creeping forwards. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. And I saw the other day that you were very good because you had a spare ticket and you put on Twitter or somewhere or, or yeah. Instagram, maybe both, cause I'm fully on <laughs> I on To uh, for anyone to join you to the next which is Yeah. Did uh, you? I mean, it could have been a lunatic. Uh, <laughs> was it, was it? Like a, it was a <laughs> colleague,
0: Hannah, who'd actually not been oh, to a football okay. match before. In oh, the oh fine, but um, fine. Yeah, I just didn't want to leave the seat empty, of course No, because people do Yeah Well,
1: that was quite full in, in, in yesterday, with goodness on Monday It was quite full against the Wolves, I was, I was pleased yeah. about um, So we should start with that game, I guess um, A huge blow after, because we played so brilliantly against Liverpool I thought that was like one of our best, if not the best, performance of the season um, and then suddenly we like just completely... It was like they didn't didn't know each other. The the players <laughs> never met each other before. And what was really annoying for me was I as I tweeted, I thought it was the l- best lineup you could possibly have considering who was fit. Um, and you yeah, and jinxed it. I, I jinxed, That's I totally jinxed it. That's totally a boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I blame myself. How bad was it? And does it is does this mean you know that the harbingers of doom like Josh? think they're right that, you know, we've all got carried away and that, um, be careful what you wish for, etc. Or or, or is it just... And Wolves are also really good. Billy?
3: Yeah, they are good. And, you know, they've got some real quality players. Like, I put a lot of those players in my fantasy football team at the beginning of the season... I was being quite hopeful. But um, I think I'm being very very philosophical about how we're doing at the moment. Um, I'm sort of taking the wins as a real bonus and I'm taking the draws okay and the losses I'm sort of just trying to ignore and put to the back of my mind because I always expected this season to be a little shaky anyway, yeah. you know? And uh, seasons have been much worse under new managers, particularly at some of the bigger clubs like Man U uh, when David Moyes first took over. So I'm... I'm okay I'm okay good. I'm sort of I'm sort of riding the wave and going with the flow um, and I, I think it's it's quite a good sign that already after I mean how many games are we in now 12 12 so you can only really tell about ten games where how the seasons gonna go so I think it's looking good you know mm. we are gonna take some hits and we played a Europa game um, which was Awful as well.
1: If that was extraordinarily bad. Were you there, were you there for that? Uh, I wasn't. Oh, okay. No, oh, I was, I, yeah. luckily
3: I wasn't there. And yeah. it's, um, I think I'm quite lucky in that uh, I'm called, I'm kind of. I'm kind of in a slump with my uni work at the moment. So I use oh, that as okay. an excuse not to go. And I'm really pleased. Do you I know you- what?
1: You could have taken your uni work there. <laughs> <laughs> you could have probably written and It would have been <laughs> more exciting and interesting than the
2: game. Billy was just telling us about his 10,000 word dissertation. Yeah. I would rather have sat yeah. and read every word of it. <laughs> on James Joyce.
1: It was dreadful. Yeah.
3: I'm actually doing I'm Tristan doing Shandy, but, Chris, but yeah, like Tristan, Tristan Shandy's Shandy. the reason James Joyce right. ended up writing yeah. the way he did. Tristan so, Shandy, yeah. more
1: fun than Arsenal versus Lisbon. <laughs> <you> <laughs> that, that was the one
3: where you offered your game, your, yeah, yes, yeah. Oh, you it must was, have felt bad, because yeah. you had someone for
1: the I, first I time. Was,
0: yeah, I just kept apologising to her, um, but it was it was a pretty shambolic performance, really yeah. disjointed, um, reminded me a lot of sort of the how we played in the Europa League last season, to be honest with you as well.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah, I had a. Well, we had a lovely fish supper. Oh yeah. Well, that's more, importantly, more importantly, how was the fish, it, supper? The fish because supper? You were talking that up. Yeah, the fish <laughs> supper was brilliant. Don't Darren booked a great restaurant um, in Highbury, which is this fish restaurant that I've the name of already. I will, I should, I'll look it up in a minute. They anyway, obviously didn't pay you to plug it or you it to pay, No, no, no. It was all about ball. It was all about ball. We all paid, you know. It, was, it wasn't necessarily cheap. Anyway, it was It was brilliant. The, the fish was delicious, but it did take, they kind of were serving it like course by course. And if I was the main perpetrator, I had a lovely bit of fish because everyone was doing it. It was like a sharing thing. It was like tap, fish okay. tapas. But I insisted on having my own. Bit of soul. you're not yeah. one of those, are you, boys? I am one of those. <laughs> oh, anyway, to cut a long story short, it meant that we were late. We were 15 minutes late for the match, which even by us, we were always late, but pretty much. Did you get tatted at as you came in? No, because there's a, there's a new... A no, because nice everyone's day. late. Everyone's late, <laughs> and the guys <laughs> next to me signed about it. was only the Europa League. But, then, but we were all saying, you know, the fish was the highlight of the night, by far, because yeah. the match was so yeah. terrible. And it was almost like... The disjointed performance, as you say, in the in Europe was like we, we took that on in the league game. Like, well, well let's yeah. be disjointed in the league as well. What, do you, Chris? What do you think was the what was, what was the problem in that game against Wolves? Was it was it just them being really good? Was it, you know? What I was think
0: it? I think it was a mix of I think it was sort of our typically slow starts are back. Um, Emery still needs to to try and sort that one out and work out what's going on there. Um, coupled with the fact that they they really benefited from that early goal. Because um, it, it allowed them just to stay tight, sit back, yeah. and they gave sort of an, an excellent performance defensively. They were not giving our players any time on the ball at all, um, and yeah, the, the, the early goal really just allowed them to sit back and basically uh, just sort of have us tap the ball around the edge of the, the edge of their area for a lot of game, a lot of the game, and not really do much with it. So mm. yeah, it just felt like we weren't really there attacking-wise, which was a great shame because, as you said, the, it looked like the. Sort of best attacking lineup we could field, um, even with even if we had everyone fit. I mean, that's probably the team you would mm-hmm. pick. I think so.
1: Our first half—it's weird, isn't it? This is becoming like we said this about four weeks ago. How well, weird it is about the first half being shit every single week. But now it's become
2: well. Chris bizarre. said our, our bad first halves are back. I think they only briefly went against Liverpool. One game when we came up <laughs> yeah. fighting. It's not like we we're in the league We still haven't been in the league in a Premier League game after after yeah. twelve games, which is extraordinary if you look at the, the teams we played. Um, I think Wolves had a very clear idea of where they were going to get success and they ultimately yeah. got it, which was down on our left-hand side. I mm-hmm. think Aubameyang is, is a lot of things, but there is you know, an expectation maybe his tracking back isn't going to do as much. Um, Klasnac, I actually thought Xhaka was more at fault for the goal yeah, in the was, way that ball was. Totally uh, Klasnac got a lot of yeah. stick initially, but I think actually Xhaka didn't react and then it's it nipped off him and it's difficult for him to track the runner, Caballero, who goes on to score. But Klasnac's confidence just seemed to be completely sapped. I mean, it's unusual to get a full-back, Subbed off uh, in a way, and that was that became the tactical change for the yeah. second half, and it, and it needed to be in, in touch with. Do you know what Emery? Give him credit because every time he seems to make substitutions, they have an in, they have an impact. The number of but points, it was actually it won't be subbed gained, first, though, wasn't it? It, it? Won't be it was subbed up half time, and then we mm. had Clasen, yeah. and then I think we really started to push on. Yeah. And I thought eventually the we cl- probably got just about what we deserved.
1: The Clasen thing, he, either way, he, he did have a terrible game, but I like, yeah. can't work out whether he's just not fit enough yet or. Defensively, I mean, he's never never been his strong point, has it? He? like he likes more rolling forward. He seems unlike everyone else. He the Liverpool game; they they manage to attack and then go back into position brilliantly. But he seems to not even have any concept of getting back into position. So there's I can make
3: something up. of the Andre Santos about him, isn't there? <laughs> oh my God! There's, he's, Don't he's invoke qu- that name. He's quite <laughs> chunky. He's chunky yeah. Um, and which I think uh, which which serves him well when he's sort of surging forward. But um, you know, I. I, it's really weird because uh, for a really long time, we've, we've seen under Arsene Wenger as great as he is. And I have to concede that Josh, you know, I understand that I can't say a bad word against him. And I probably wouldn't because every time I see a picture of him now, my heart breaks and I think of my mum who absolutely adores him. Oh, I thought your mum looks like him. (laughs) him. (laughs) She does a little bit. (laughs) No, Um, but I, you know, I, there was a period when we'd play terribly in the first half and then play just as terribly in the second half. And it's nice to see that there's something happening in the second half yeah. rather than maybe, what was it, like no plan B oh, coming around? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's
1: really... This is, we were back to the whole pattern of the season, so until Liverpool was t- taking ages to get together in the first half. And then he would... Fix it somehow, you would like make a half time substitution or at least you know 10 minutes in the second half. And he, that it, that is so the, the downside was the terrible first half, yeah, but the total plus was fixy. And again, he kind of almost like I thought we were, as you say, we were definitely better with Iwobi off and Gwendouzi on. And that was, I think, what he, what he seemed to do was push um Albany out up front with um with um Lacazette, which I just don't I think that has to be the way, doesn't he? Has that, has yeah. to, surely the two of them up front together. Essentially, has to be the way forward, and that changed it. And then, as you say, when um, when went off, we were even better, and we definitely could have won the game. Like we were as bad as we were for long stretches, we still could have won it in the end, couldn't we?
2: But, but it felt like the the victory. That the youth feel could have come is what sort of happened in the earlier part of the season, particularly against West Ham. You know, yeah. didn't deserve it, and we, we got lucky. So I think, you know, fair fair. I think if you if you look at the you know overall performance, we you know we, we got what we deserved. It was certainly impressive to see that you know we were willing to go gung ho. And actually, I, I, I can't decide if I liked what we did in the last few minutes after we'd scored, which was push and push and push. But Triore is he's known as basically being the quick guy. It, we were a bit naive leaving it twice he was, that he was like, you he know, was basically in, one on one or yeah. two on one. Yeah. I mean, Holding looked scared. I mean, yeah. poor guy. He's probably still recovering there from having to catch it.
1: I'll go mention that because there was the whole thing about um, the extra time, wasn't there? Because so it was weird that there was.
3: That was so strange. So, you, only five. Yeah. Yeah. Only five. That was, and,
1: that, and But the, the guy put up the board while player was still being treated and that treatment yeah. had been going on for at least yeah, two or three minutes Alan Algar was a regular podcaster was furious about the whole thing and said that he, got, he just has to bring in some kind of technical way that they can you know we can all see how much like, there has to be a way of doing that doesn't it but yeah. it was weird how. but then I was like I was be careful what you wish for in terms of having more time in that game for them yeah. to score for, yeah. as you said yeah. to terrorise our defence because we had some Wolves fans behind us and they were going on and on and on throughout the whole game about how fast he is to so they they arrive on, on time They were on time. Yeah, they were were all really nice fish. That's how fast they are. Yeah, I couldn't really have a go at them because they were there on time. Um, And they were going on and on about bringing him on, and 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 sure enough, he was unbelievably quick, wasn't he? I was kind of scared.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think you're right in saying that that the the stoppage time was really could have gone either way. Um, Obviously, I think we probably wanted more time because. You know, we're playing at home. We probably would have thought that we would have scored, but they had the best chances. Right. And, and yeah, Leno did. really kept us in the game yeah. there. And
1: Leno, he was brilliant, wasn't he? That was definitely yeah. his best performance, though. Part, sure. I guess partly because he had a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. But his shot stopping was great, and his distribution. Was did he great. get man of the match? I think he did. Probably. probably. Yeah. I think
0: think he was he either either him or side. Torreira on the Arsenal side. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, he must have been one of their players. Especially after,
2: I think, there were some question marks because of what happened against Liverpool when I think he didn't shine in, in their goal that James Milner scored. So yeah. for him to come back and, and be so strong, um, ultimately at least get Arsenal something from the game... Look, if it, for him now to be dropped for Petrček, you think you have to make some massive claims? It's not going to happen, Josh. You keep going no, Look, uh, you, I, you want Check to play? It's no, not going to happen. You think I want Check to play because he was like the Arsene Wenger goalkeeper? I don't. I just said I was surprised. My gut was because he started check at the beginning of the season that he would pursue with that if Check did make some big mm. errors. I don't think he did. Uh, but now Leno's got the uh, got the shirt. You, you can't see that change. Leno
1: is so much better at distribution, isn't he? I, like for me, he was. I, I actually. You know they're kind of playing it around quite a lot from the back, and there was a few moments where I would have been scared if that was Czech doing yeah, it.
3: Yeah, I've not- been pretty scared about Czech. Yeah. I mean, he's he seemed really, you know, like he's lacking in confidence, and there have been some moments where he's almost scored own goals. Right. And it, yeah. it, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, so I, I think maybe giving Leno a chance to shine, which luckily he's sort of stepped forward and and, and really taken those chances, and I'd be. I I, th- I think, you know, playing Czech in, in the League Cup games or uh, Europa is just the way to go for the meantime, especially considering his age. You know, you, you can't really rely on Peter check too much now. He's getting into his latter years, and you it, it's around the time when you really want to start introducing people of, like, Leno's age anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, as, future, as part yeah. of the squad, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think... i talk to bit about Wolves a minute. They have had... They drew against City and against Manchester United... United and they have been i mean they are you know even though they're kind of 11th i think but they definitely they seem to raise their game no, if they got their five teams.
2: portuguese internationals in their team yep. including the goalkeeper you know, and it's a very proper side. I mean, they, they weren't expected to struggle this year. No, um, I think they're about even money to be in the top ten, top eleven. It would, you know, that's an Alan Alga kind of thing. But certainly, where they are in the table at the moment is, you know, likely a reflection mm-hmm. of where they'll be at the end of the season. And you know, they played a good brand of football and they they tried. Um, and uh, you know, for a neutral, and I, I actually had a, a couple of friends from abroad who who came to the game yesterday for, for a neutral point of view. They put on a you know a great show mm-hmm. that was you know made for a great game. Um, and yeah I mean even that you you know, they've got young English players Gibbs White who came on yeah. I and mean, there's a lot of hype about him in the yeah. same way one of the under 17 World Cup winners um, and the future's fairly bright I mean they'll be an established Premier League team next year. So, I, but I wonder whether our players slightly underestimated them
0: I think so Yeah, I, think, I mean I think I certainly underestimated them I turned up at that match thinking that you know we're at home it's against yeah. a newly promoted side albeit one with you know some serious money behind them from the looks of things or at least a sort of serious agent behind them um, but yeah, I was really expecting um, at least a much better performance. One where, you know, I thought we'd at least look like taking three points, not dropping them. So I think we probably did underestimate them. Yeah. Um, and it's the first game I think where it it felt like maybe Emery didn't do his homework. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that, maybe that's not fair. But um, or if he did, he didn't get through to the players. Yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. I think so. And uh, you know, down the left, they had so much fun against Aubameyang and Kalasnatch, which we've already touched on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, just, it felt like it took him a long time to, to correct that. And mm. while we were talking earlier about how it's great that we've got a manager who's willing to make changes, it does feel like at, at the moment we've also got a manager who's perhaps not setting his team up right at the start. It's sort of the other way of looking at that. But, um, but yeah, yeah I, think, I think he's still, I think he's still learning, learning about the players a bit more. So yeah. I think that will come with time. And, you know, I yeah. think, yeah.
1: Just talk about some specific players. Like, so last week, um, you know, uh, Ozil, like a couple of weeks ago, had a brilliant game. Who's it against? Who had that brilliant Leicester. game, Leicester. Thank you, thank you. Then I felt like he kind of was all right last week, and then this. I, I just thought, you know, the Wolves fans were like, going, "Is he even playing?" You know, yeah. they were really taking the piss. And I don't. I'm not. It's. I, I hate singling players out, but. It's definitely like someone else tweeted today about, you know, comparing him to um, Man City players, you know, who kind of week in, week out. They're skillful players, week in, week out. Yeah. Produce the goods. And he he plays one good game in every four, I would say. He does tend Isn't to he? sort
3: of... He he sort of slips away into yeah. the shadows. And I feel like Ozil plays his best when he, he's almost got the stadium up against him and the pressure's on. Yeah, and maybe. then he has to prove himself. And I think that there's... I mean, you can see, it and it, 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 there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of seasons about his body language and how it mm. sort of reflects his mental attitude and that he doesn't work. And then the next game, you'll see him sprinting from um, from f- from forward position and defending. Um, and I'm starting to really think now that m- maybe we should just be on his back all the time so that he pulls his <laughs> finger out.
1: Yeah, but. I don't know. Do you, do you think it would be unfair? I mean, I, I, part of me feels that... Um, like we've been waiting. He, he, if he's not, if he has the exact group of players around him, the exact formation that he wants, then he's good. But, he, but I felt against um, Wolves, that he kind of did. That he had all the best players, you yeah. know, around surrounding him. The formation, at least to start with, you know, he was he should have he could have been. I mean, I guess the Wolves players was were, did, did dispossess him quite a lot. But I just I don't know. I just it's frustrating, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you would have thought that that is. The sort of game where where he would thrive really. Um, we had a lot of the ball. Uh, we're playing at home, which we know he loves. Um, and yeah, we, we you would have thought that'd be a game where you'd see him getting some great through balls in or just making stuff happen. But I I can't remember a single thing he did. No, exactly. Same, same. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He was really anonymous performance, yeah. and unfortunately, they are a bit too common for a player who's. You know, meant to be the, the, the well, the captain now and, and the
1: talisman. And he was but substituted. Yeah. Um, fairly. Yeah. Then, Alan, did you to what Alan Alcott said today that he, apparently he didn't look after the um the, 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 the little guy, the little boy oh, at I the beginning. Do you see it? Yeah. The, well, he yeah, was, in his role as captain. In his role as captain. <laughs> yeah. Or like he he well, he the let, mascot. The mascot. He let the mascot, that's the I was looking for, mascot. I couldn't remember. So I couldn't say little boy. He didn't look after <laughs> the <little> boy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so we're we're so so talking talking boy? <laughs> Just a random little boy. The mascot. He His mascot, apparently he let wander off and so didn't yeah. look after him and some photographer had to take care but of the whole situation. I he, thought that was really funny. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm not making a big deal of it, but semi-revealing.
3: No, but he kind of, he does sometimes appear to be absent-minded. Yeah. Like, or old, old, he drifts off and yeah. it's almost like sometimes... He, it, during games he kind of blacks out and goes into <laughs> autopilot right, and then he suddenly comes to yeah. uh, and decides to play but yeah. I you know yeah. Funny you
1: said, when you said you didn't remember anything he did the one thing I was right in front of us actually was, was someone passed the ball and he just literally bounced off him and went out of play like, <laughs> <laughs> like a blackout like he was suddenly just yeah. not paying attention it's weird isn't it I
2: don't yeah. what, what do we think of Iwobi yesterday because there, there was yeah. a, you know some comments on, it was on social reverse. media that it was like this is the Iwobi that we we're a little bit more used to um, um, I, I don't know. I kind of felt for him. It, 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 you know, he, he is still probably our—he's probably our quickest runner with the ball. So I think there's probably still a role for him, and he's still very positive going forward. I thought he had a bit of an off night, but I still have been so impressed with him overall this season. I think it's too easy to sort of write him off after sort of one slightly disappointing game. Um, but look, I mean, look, for, a lot of these players have been in and out now, haven't they? Because we've yeah. had the Carabao Cup and then we've had a Europa League. But interesting as we sort of head to December and once the Europa League's out of the way, you know, there will be that run of sort of five just Premier League games, six Premier League games in a row. And I, I think Iwobi's done enough to probably that he'll be in the team for most of that.
1: It, it did feel like the Iwobi of, of last year a bit, didn't he? Like he was running around and then the final ball was, was not great. But then that's the same for all of that. It was a yeah. tough day it, for everyone. It, the whole game felt
0: like a sort of late Wenger uh, era game with yeah. the sort of... Tapping of the ball around the edge of the area, oh, not God, doing yeah. too much with it, no penetration. And-
1: Xhaka, we've got to mention Xhaka. So last again, last week, everyone, all the all the hipsters were going, oh yeah, we've all known all along Xhaka's been this amazing midfield wizard. I saw your tweet about oh, that, that was God. great. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not. He, I mean, I, with my own eyes, I've been seeing his mediocrity. And I know it's, it's an incredible thing that all, both managers pick him every, every single, single week, which I don't... is fine. I mean, who, know, who, you know, who knows what the other options are? But as far as I'm concerned, he's just a mediocre, he has been he is... a mediocre player in midfield and he was in, he had his best game last week of great but then he was totally back to normal this week and as you say was was responsible for one of the goals just and again it's not a case of singling him out i just feel I just feel like he wouldn't he wouldn't get a chance in any of our rivals. You can't see him even be, getting near to playing for like even Spurs or City or Liverpool. Or
3: yeah, I, I feel like his flair shows when he's sort of further up the pitch. I mean, if you get him behind the halfway line, he's going to get two yellow cards. He's going to make a fumble and he's going to lose possession. Yeah. So um, I'd like to keep him sort of drifting around the area and, and making some of those absolutely astounding shots that he he does for Switzerland. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's I think funny. do you, where, where do you well,
0: stand on Jacker. I think I I feel like him and Mustafi are very similar in that I think there's a good midfielder and a good defender in both of them and actually when they have good games they they're great players and they're really good to have in the team but both of them it always feels like there's a mistake or two mm. if you're Mustafi um in them and I I you know we've it's been what two seasons now two and a half seasons almost um and they're still you know making game changing mistakes which we get punished for and and that the mistake Jacker made yesterday by uh prior to the goal that that you know ruined the game plan for us I
1: feel Josh has got some stats
0: ready. I I,
2: yeah this i mean a, a couple of Arsenal WhatsApp groups and I'm sure we all are um, <laughs> and, and this sort of graphic was going around earlier which shows sort of, you know various stats from the last year under Arsene Wenger 17-18 against so far in the Premier League under, under Unai Emery and um, the expected goals per game that we, score, we, we were expected to score under Wenger Was 1.8 against only 1.4 this season under Emery um, And I thought another one that was interesting was shots faced per game Was only 10.1 under, under Wenger But it's already been 12.2 um, under Emery And there are a few other stats which, you know right, but You're for those- leaving out,
1: hold on, you're leaving out The much more important stats That we've conceded fewer goals per game And we've scored more goals per game So in, in comparison to the expected That's, We're actually in okay. actual real life <laughs>
2: Look, I, I just—I just, grant you, I have left some stuff out. That is <laughs> <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the first However, stat. is that the game
1: were two point three
2: versus Look, There's 1. others away. here. There, very, very, per, per, per passes per game in the opposition half, three hundred and seventy-one under Arsene, just two hundred and eighty under Emery, and you're more effective per, effective per under game. Emery. Conceded per game, one point three four under uh, Wenger, just one point two seven under Emery. But to be honest, that's a whole season. You know, we've actually had easier games. You know, on average, I think than we've got left. Do you think we've got you know incredibly mm. tough away games left? Only Chelsea is a tough away. game That we've played so far, so I think that it's just interesting things to take from it. Did you see the tweet that we put out from the Arsenal podcast earlier today? You were tagged in it, so uh, I I know you get a lot of information. Was it the poll? Yeah, it was
3: the the poll. Okay, so
2: the poll was asking, um, that under Unai Emery about the sort of improvement that we we have or haven't made, um, and it said, um Ahead of our recording, what improvement, if any, have we made on the pitch under Emery? We're worse. Got three percent. No improvement. Six percent. Slightly better. Fifty nine percent. And significantly better. Thirty two percent. So I, mean, I think most fair. people saying slightly better. I think that's what we've we've largely felt. Haven't you? Would yeah. you say, Boyd?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's if you if you you know, forgetting the the, the previous game the game that we played um, against Wolves, pains that he like wobe Um, and Holding are absolutely notably better, aren't they? Mm. As far as I'm concerned. The two big... And the the buy... Torreira alone... He's, you know, the Torreira for me, I and mean, he was, I thought he was, as you say, he was our man of the match, apart from maybe the goalkeeper mm. against Wolves. He was running around, he was like tidying up after Xhaka. Xhaka would let, you know, yeah. just lose the ball, and Torreira would run in and get it. He's and, a real joy to watch.
0: He's such Terrera. a joy so he so... he never loses the ball. He never loses the ball. No, yeah, but also, if he tries to him. get
1: the ball, it's incredible. He's the way, yeah. his, his little niggly way of getting, he also gets a lot of fouls as well, people fouling him, which is great. He's got this kind of way of getting in there, like just biting away at their ankles, he's and they li- end up fouling
3: him. He's little, isn't he? Yeah. So he's got a low centre yeah. of gravity. He can, I love sort it. of make these unnoticeable little yeah. digs, which yeah. is great. So I just so. think
1: on, on him alone, like we're much better than, you know, he's a much better purchase in the midfield, isn't he? Than, than yeah, I think, I
0: think, I think we're, I think slightly better is fair. I think regardless of what the stats sort of expected stats or um, whatever, despite what they say, I, I think from what we've seen, we're clearly a more um, sort of cohesive unit. We seem to be tactically a little bit better than we were last season. And sure, we can't, still can't defend as well as we should be for a, uh, a team that's supposedly challenging for the Champions League place but um i think you know we can all see just from watching the games that you know Wolves not counting Wolves or the Sporting game we've we've generally improved i yeah. think
3: yeah i think we're really missing nacho monreal yes, as well gotcha. i mean yes, I, gotcha, for, the, yeah. for the for the couple of games just before he got injured I for me he was the player on the pitch I mean he mm. was a real real artist yeah in some <laughs> of those like, <his> matches And <laughs> so
0: much of the sort of Emery's attacking threat seems to come down the the flanks so yeah. when we've got you know Kolasinac or you know we played Shaka there or whatever and it, you know we're, g- we're going to lose something from 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 not having our, our first choice fullback there mm. yeah
1: especially when the non-defensive replacement isn't isn't so great um, we should have a quick break and we'll come back to talk more about Arsenal. Why to talk about Arsenal? Yeah. After the break. <laughs> Footballistically Arsenal is lubricated by Watneys Perlale. Watniss Perlale, the Footballistically Arsenal Beer of the Month. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break um, on Josh's ex- excellent menu that you've written today can I can I second that Yeah,
3: it's a brilliant it's a really brilliant, brilliant agenda. I'm not very, sure it is <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> in
2: the old days when I when we started this it was much more thorough
3: well it's more concise Billy well, last yeah. time
2: Billy was on it was probably about four pages but now down till, <laughs> which now is why I didn't read one. it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's full of it's was it? Go on. No, I I don't think it's full of um, anything overly insightful. I mean, we should talk about Danny Wilbeck maybe. No, was gonna next. Get, was yeah, gonna say, what you was going to get? a to?
1: game you've written in the in your notes, a game Wilbeck would surely have been given the last 20 minutes, and yes,
2: you would. Well, what struck me is, you're looking at our bench, Obviously, there's great players on our bench, and I want to talk about Ramsey, because I think he's going to come into the side pretty soon. But striking-wise, it, Nketiah, I mean, that and and like he really hasn't been given an opportunity mm. there was actually a sad moment in the Europa League game on Thursday night I thought well do you know what this game is going nowhere at least give Eddie a chance yeah, and he was on the bench ready to come on oh, no. and then Listeiner pulled up with an injury yeah. and they had to tactically and Eddie you know looked gutted because yeah, he was genuinely sad. on the touchline you know shirt shirt off and everything yeah. ready to play Um so, yeah, it would have been a Welbeck game. And, you know, Welbeck has got five goals, I think, this season, has got, an, you know, would have had an opportunity and might have just been an option because it is interesting now if he continues to play Lacazette like, and Aubameyang. And I wonder whether we've seen that Aubameyang is much more effective on the bench and whether he will return to the bench sort of, for the Bournemouth game after the international break. But with, you know, with no Welbeck now, it's, it's just so sad. And I, I wonder maybe we've seen Welbeck for the last time ever uh, yes, as an Arsenal player. Well, really is- that is really well, sad. On, on, his deal was up at the end of the season. The yeah. club have made no comment. I think the longer there's no comment, the worse it is. I mean, I, you know, I say no news is good news, but when you've got an injury like that, I saw a couple of medical professionals saying he'll you know, if it's you know, particularly bad, it's you know, career threatening. So, you know, we have got what, 7 months out. of the season left.
3: That was the seat. It's a fear. Sorry, that was the seat. Yeah, that was scene. a very loud definitely seat. Definitely the Seek, what seat. Created, Last
2: just... time he's drunk, today he's <laughs> making <made laughs> a sort of noise.
3: It was definitely the seat, No, it was
2: the making very loud, Billy, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know, it was just so sad, wasn't it, with Welbeck? Um, I hope it's not the end of, you know, his, his career at Arsenal, but... I you think we're gonna,
3: it's going to be a signifier to what kind of manager Emery's going to be and how he handles the Welbeck situation as well, where there's going to be someone who sort of invests in a player like Danny Welbeck and looks after him for, for Welbeck's sake, or he's going to just cut his losses and go, do you know what, we're going to move on and, and replace. Well, there's and-
2: got to be a theory. If, if they were going to give him a new deal, it's likely it would have been done by now. Is that, you know, that's probably a fair, you know, analysis of a situation. It hasn't been as vocal as the Ramsey situation, where it seems very clear he is definitely leaving the club. I don't. Under Wenger Kozula got a deal for a year when it was clear he wasn't going to play football. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It would be interesting with Welbeck. What I think is the bigger discussion now is: Does that mean he forces his hand to go and buy in mm. January? And if he buys in yeah. January, is Ramsey the obvious make weight potentially in a in a deal elsewhere? See, so but you just said that you thought the Ramsey
1: is going to play more often. It, but I, I don't. Why? Why do you think that? I mean, not like he's,
2: he's not like he's shown... I mean, think there's been something missing in the midfield the last couple of games that he, he, it seemed like... Ramsey, well, anyway, well, he went for Ramsey as the option for, you know, the creative option to sort of come on. And, you know, in games where there's been, you know, a lack of it in, you know, mm. last month, I think there's been enough there from Ramsey. I, maybe, I mean, if he was on a four-year deal and there was nothing around his future, I can't help but think he would have been more Involved. I, I, it's difficult, isn't it? When you have would you to left... rely on a starting player to. Who
1: would you leave out if you're going to bring Ramsey in? Who would you? Play, who would you? Him? Well, I mean,
2: the, in in one way, you'd, you'd wonder about Xhaka but he seems undroppable. Yeah. Um, would you? Would you thing? So I wonder Ramsey. if Ramsey could play as one of the front three, even though it's not yeah. popular if Bamiang does return to the bench. Maybe
3: he's done all right as a winger, Ramsey. Yeah, cutting inside on the right hand side, he's done it okay. Even yeah, though he, he, okay, he does yeah. have to use his left. But, you know, maybe switching with Ozil.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he was playing in the, in the number 10 role for the first part of the season, wasn't he? And I don't, think, I don't know how good he was, actually. I didn't think that
0: worked. No. I think Ramsey's such a, such a strange player. He's sort of like, one of, like an old-school box-to-box player where, when he's really at his best. But just Emery's not really set up for that. I think he likes the, assura- the assurance he gets with having Shaka and Torreira. Um, yeah. So I I'm really not sure about Ramsey. I don't think he'll come into the, I, I mean, you know, without any more injuries, I, I can't see him starting much beyond, sort of, the odd Europa game, yeah, or league same, up, yeah.
1: but, um, I agree. Do you think, as Josh's point about, you know, Bamiyang being more effective, coming off, is, isn't it, this, do you would you rather he didn't start with him, or would you rather they tried to work out a way of playing him and Lacazette together?
0: I liked how we were set up in the second half against Wolves, when mm. it was almost a sort of 4-4-2, almost, yeah, it was just- so you
1: had the, the two the two boys up top,
0: and then sort of a diamond with Ozil behind, and then, uh, uh, Shaka and Chakravorty, I quite like that, and I'd actually really, really like to see that deployed from from the off. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. I think you know this I season like we can 4-2. afford to. Yeah, yeah we've been waiting yeah. a good ten years for four four two to come back. I, I yeah, have we been in this for a while. we all want yeah. it. Yeah. it yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's weird, this this isn't it? How and he himself, because the manager himself, a couple of weeks ago, he said, "Oh, you know, he's quite in favour of it, but doesn't seem it seems very reluctant." As everyone is, I mean, everyone yeah. in the world of football is reluctant to play
3: football. I think <laughs> he's, I think he's sort of juggling a load of things at the moment. Mm. As it's not just the squad; it's sort of the impression he's trying to make as he sort of works his way into the you know managerial position of the club. Yeah. Um, if he starts really messing with the with the formation, how much is that? Then going to affect the game and any sense of negativity Mm. and his situation as feeling a part of Arsenal. Um, But I'm, you know, after the last stagnant, uh, stagnant couple of performances, I'm all for that sort of shake up now.
0: Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say, going to th- say, yeah. I, uh, I think we can afford Emery a bit of time to sort of experiment with formations. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the season to do that, really, um, just to sort of work out who he wants to keep because a lot of these players, I, I get the impression, probably aren't Emery players. They probably don't play no. the style of football that he wants them to play. So I think we can afford to give him... You know, I wouldn't be too upset if he played a 4-4-2 you know, four, 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 in the next match and it, it didn't work out and we we dropped points. So be it. You know, th- this is the season to try that out. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, if, yeah, it, was almost, it was a
1: bit like a full, um wasn't it? Yeah. Because he still had Ozil kind of... Yeah. It's kind of incorporating Ozil again is part of the issue, isn't it? Because he's not naturally in a 4-4-2, is he? Really... Like
3: no, got, yeah, he's sort of you know I mean? out it's of not, position. He doesn't like him. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, I think Phil. That's partly why. It'd wider. be too he, deep if he was. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: especially at the moment, as we don't seem to have any wingers either. No. Um, so maybe that's that's a, a formation which you know that that, that will work best for the yeah.
1: personnel we have. You've mm. also quite rightly mentioned in the menu, Josh, the Reese Nelson. Yeah, who's interesting. Who is dazzling. Um, on his loan move.
2: Well, yeah. I, I the situation?
1: Can we get him back? Do you know? We, any fact we can.
2: And yeah, I, I did uh, do minimal research for this podcast. But <laughs> include, included in that minimal research was finding out. And, and actually, one of the journalists um, after the game. Asked the, okay. the question about and he he said, "You know, we're monitoring the the situation, so I think there is the option to bring back in January um, if they want." And Rhys Nelson, I think, was asked a similar question about this and said, "You know, he's enjoying his time as you expect playing in Germany, um, and he'd love to you know make a return and and have a role in the Arsenal first team, whether that be in a couple of months or at the you know at the end of the season, looking to next season." So. You just wonder with the Welbeck injury whether that you know has got to enhance the op- the opportunity. So I suspect in January it's got to be possible yeah. because, you know it's it's the Bundesliga. It's not a. Like- you know a, a, a particularly low level league that oh, we'll absolutely. worry about someone having an impact yeah. so to to go and score you know off the bench I think he's on something like a goal every 51 minutes of action in the Bundesliga It's crazy, it's yeah. it <laughs> extraordinary
3: they're not
0: bad goals either it's like yeah. Some, yeah. Real, it's been yeah. Yeah. And some real good goals in there
2: the, the thing that's obviously you know good just going back to the um, opportunity for giving Emery more time and opportunity to work out formations and players the fact that we are through at least you know at the one good thing about the Lisbon game was that we got the point we've qualified obviously we need to go on and win the group for a better draw later in the in the Europa League. Now is a chance to really play youngsters yeah. and give players a break and, and have opportunities because you know we've spoken about it before, haven't we how how strong the lineups have been for the Carabao Cup, how long, how strong they've been for Europa League. So I'm excited for that because there's been all this, you know, stop start and for some reason the Thursday Sunday thing always seems to be more problematic than yeah. a Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday into a weekend. So um you know, it's a great opportunity, but for Reese Nelson, I hope um, I hope if he continues that form that he does come back because if there's an opportunity to Arsenal to benefit, then great. And we've been so used to Arsenal players going out on loan, and there's few and far between success stories really where some, someone's come back and had a you know a huge impact on the team. Obviously, Carl Jenkinson had some time out at Birmingham and is now back around our, to our first team. Great team back against team.
4: Lisbon, <laughs> um,
2: but there's, no, there's not too many examples. So yeah, what do, you, do you think he'll come
1: back? I just hope so. I just want it. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I'd get him back now. I mean, it's not you know. I think it's necessary,
0: isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I it's think totally think necessary. Before the the Danny Welbeck injury, I would have said we should do everything we can to keep him out there. But good season, um, get, you know, finish this good season that he's having. But I think the the Welbeck injuries sped that yeah. up a
2: bit. The thing that was interesting, obviously, before he went on that loan, he signed a three year deal. Yeah. So there's obviously a long term view on him, and there was genuine belief that he could become an Arsenal first team player. So you know if it if it comes a few months earlier than they thought then uh, then fantastic i guess what you don't want to do is bring him back and you know he has a very bit part role where you know he's getting game time in germany
1: yeah i mean yeah he probably wouldn't get as much game time would he if he's back here but still you yeah know.
3: you kind of wonder if bringing him back and giving him the odd sort of sporadic game is is going to hamper the development he's clearly showing <laughs> yeah. in playing so regularly and you think well okay uh, is it, it are we sort of stunting his development then um for the sake of just filling a spot on, on the bench um, but I suppose that's something that you have to sort of desire when yeah. it comes to the crunch yeah.
1: I think definitely all, all, totally I'll, I agree with you like pre-wellbook injury no I would have, would have stayed there but now I feel like he should come back making chair noises again <laughs> yeah there's um, so one negative a, one negative with, about it. good luck with place. the engineering on that, that one uh, Josh,
2: I will not be uh, editing you that out take
1: out every chair noise in the podcast have you seen that podcast bingo thing that someone sent around Mentioning things to edit out is one of the things I've just done, so I'm annoyed at myself for doing that. So, like, the host, you know, jokingly says, <laughs> says well, Can you edit that I've out? I've got to say, it, keep it in. Chris
2: yeah. and I have barely moved. Um, if you and Billy could only sit still, I, be, can't uh, sit still. I, I can't sit my
3: still. My jeans are far too tight. I'm wearing uh, so rock star jeans. <laughs> I am. I yeah. Am. <laughs> I'm, not wearing, I'm, not, I'm
2: wearing slacks, but.
1: Yeah, still coming. Anyway, we should <laughs> talk about it. this was very fun. Did anyone see Jermaine? I did see this Jermaine, and you put it quite right. Extraordinary. I totally Pennant. missed
0: it. I've missed this as well. well the first ensemble, thing, say so, yeah.
2: about like Jermaine it's obviously had his autobiography out recently. I'm sure you've already bought it, Billy. Yeah. Uh, it's called it's called Mental. And it I, should
1: be studied alongside James Joyce. And um, absolutely, and <laughs>
3: I'll mention it to my supervisor. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I, yeah. I, I don't know if it's even ten thousand words long, so you'll be able to do <laughs> <a> dissertation. <laughs> really, your di- your dissertation might be longer. Oh. Um, and the but but what I wanted to show you, boy, is I get it up here on the computer. Yeah, is. That his book is obviously on Amazon. It is already available at three pounds to buy. Oh, that's so So I mean, so it was tragic. only released yeah. um, in it's August. Not right, is it? It, it's got such bad reviews. Yeah. You can already buy it. At All I'd say about it, as well, is in this day and age. You, by the way, not secondhand. In, you.
1: in these days of you know of of kind of people being careful about what language we use, he has called the book "mental," which I feel is. Do you you want me know, to read a few old, reviews? Yeah.
2: While we're there, should I read a few reviews? Yeah, go on. I don't think we're going to get Jermaine on to talk about the book <laughs> at this point. We've um, never got now. No, um, continually repeats himself. Crap stories. Not a great read. <laughs> That's one of the better ones. Uh, we'll, we'll read a three star one this gives an insight spelt wrongly by the way this gives an insight dependence life as a person but it's poorly written it's a shame that it focuses heavily on bad behaviour rather than his talent with all the talent and fun loving mentality it would be interesting to see him coaching and working with young people who have the potential and ability to succeed
1: someone must have ghost written it for him though so like, that's quite a disc I, I don't some, think they have
3: uh, no, like, usually have they himself. do no. usually they do get uh, they ghost written but yeah. I think he's probably gone do you know what No really? one, I don't think really? he's marking. He Enough to get a ghost right <laughs> so Anyone can get so, a
2: ghost right <laughs> Someone will do it um, This guy has written Mr M Scali has written Perhaps the worst football <laughs> bio I've read since Andy Gorham's Scotland for me Wow do you know, I'm buying it I'm buying it yeah, this. I want to, want to so read it now Yeah, But he was on Goals on Sunday Well
1: the funny thing yes. I was going to mention this anyway And you brilliantly put it on the menu But he told There, were, there was one story he told And you've written it here He, he told the uh, Igor Stepanov story which I know from I think it's Amy Lawrence's book. Um, yeah. I think she mentions how, um, like, Austin was. I think Bergkamp recommended him you know to to Arsene Wenger well, so and then, they were all joking that they're they Ray thought Parler he was amazing, him, yes, yeah. yeah it's
0: the Ray Parler story it's the I Ray think. Parler yeah
1: right the Ray Parler story so what was funny about it, he, he they egged him on so like Ben Shepard you know hosting Girls on Sunday is egging him on to tell this story about how terrible Stepanauts was and he kind of told it really bad even his even his like telling of the story anecdote <laughs> on TV was really not funny and what was so brilliant about it Ben Shepherd stepped in and told it himself oh, it like, yeah, this is the thing that's right yeah.
3: is that he's <laughs> the epitome of unfortunate potential
1: (laughs) he's always he's always reaching and never quite getting there so even on telly you took yeah well, I've put
2: it up on he the YouTube live video for, for, for those that do want to, to watch Jermaine Pennant's hat trick for Arsenal. Um, it is available that on, story on YouTube. Yeah. So he's
1: one. So to be fair to him, so the, the Stepanov story, he didn't even he could barely even remember his own story about <laughs> Stepanovs, which was maybe him. he
2: was hungover. <laughs> yeah.
1: but It was him watching <laughs> Dennis Burkamp telling Arsenal oh, to buy him, and then him being terrible. But he did say <laughs> that the hat trick, his glorious. His best game for Arsenal, actually against Southampton, he was hungover after all. Like Bender, choose that, and, and he said, and he was quite vivid about how he was literally drunk practically before and during the game. So that was, you know, that was interesting.
3: I mean, that's kind of mercenesque, isn't it? It's all over by the corner, yeah. Of the corner it's Mersonian. Kind of but you think that sort of Mussolini, left? Mersonian. I like that. <laughs> sort
2: of, do you think <laughs> it left up? in the late nineteen eighties, or you know, certainly by the, the early nineteen nineties? But he said, yeah, he effectively went out, ended up at, you know. Getting to bed at 6 a.m., he said he hadn't expected to play. He'd only really been on the bench and was a bit shocked to uh, to see him. And that he had to turn away from Wenger because he was worried he'd smell the vodka on his (laughs) breath. Wow, amazing! I mean, and uh, the weirdest thing of all, not only did he score a Premier League hat trick, which is a a very small group of of footballers that have been able to score a Premier League hat trick, these were the only goals he ever scored for Arsenal. (laughs) He he never scored another Arsenal goal. And, you know, he did go on and play in a a Champions League final, to me, for Liverpool. But Mm. then, you know, Celebrity Brother and and Jeremy Kyle the other week, it's been Mm. a a strange career.
1: Have you followed Jermaine Pennant's career, Chris? I haven't, no, no, not with not with much
0: enthusiasm at all, to be honest no. with you. I think it's I, a bit I vaguely niche. I vaguely, yeah, I vaguely remember this the, this game with the, the hat tricks, but um because Perez got is this the one Perez got, a got a hat-trick? yeah, yeah? They both got hat tricks, Perez and they?
2: Pennant, two players with P got a hat tricks. Um, and it was one of those okay. games at the end of a season where I think we'd already ensure we couldn't win the title yeah. at the end of two thousand two, two thousand and three, so that's why Pennant got mm. his opportunity.
1: Interesting. Well, uh, well, two things you didn't have on the menu, which are, you just have just occurred to me, is one Thierry Henry's disastrous start as manager oh, yeah. we have in Monaco. Have Monaco. Mm. He looks sharp though. Yeah, I mean, what great. a coat, and he <laughs> looks. The part. He looks. Yeah, I mean, he's always looked sharp. That's not the problem, is it? But I have to say, um, I've never felt. I mean, I'm not not like Shaznouki um, Burden who we have to often have to name check on this podcast. He's can't come on because he lives in I don't know miles away. Um, but he's always going on about how Thierry Henry could never be a good manager because he's such an egomaniac. I'm, I'm summing up, but he's kind of right, I think, isn't it? I've always felt I've never felt like watching him on TV as a pundit, watching the way he kind of talks about. Oh, so I never felt that certainly would make a good manager, and he is proving to be. Yeah. disastrous. it's quite interesting, isn't it?
3: I don't think he's. I don't think he's um, objective enough. No. I don't yes. think he's he's sort of he's got that critical analysis down. Um and I think he's very much playing on the uh, prestige that he's built over his career. Rightly so because Which obviously works, yeah, 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 you know, he's the king. So um you know there there, there are uh, so many examples of absolutely astounding players being abysmal managers. Yeah. yeah. But you know being given the uh, managerial positions simply because of their prestigious players. Um And it kind of brought to mind the um, you know us very closely having Arteta as manager. I was kind of thinking about that a little bit today. Um, And it's always going to be those what ifs, of of course, unless he sort of at some point does eventually come over, uh, come back to Arsenal in in a managerial position. But there's there's a a real sort of romanticism that's associated with these players um, that I think people are. Rightly overwhelmed by, but it actually, you know, it's it's a really tough job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, you've got you've got you've not just got the team um, on the pitch. You've got you've got the development of the team. There are so many,
1: and I almost feel like this is totally the wrong job. Like I can see Thierry Henry. Being a decent manager, maybe even um, might even have had a better chance at some a team like us. I mean, I wouldn't have been in favour of him as a, as the manager, but to try and rescue a team that's in trouble, that's bottom of the league in yeah. France, and
2: not only bottom, but I mean, their, their billionaire owner was taken into police custody for questioning about corruption <laughs> just <laughs> no. hours after they lost 4 oh my God. home to Club Brugge, <laughs> oh who hadn't won a Champions oh. League game in thirteen years. I mean, oh. the whole thing is they sold all their best
1: players. Yeah, you know? yes. I mean, it's what I almost think he's, he's mad to have taken the job. Chris, yeah. what's your? F-
0: yeah, I mean, I I just think that. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm just glad, I'm glad we didn't go for him in the summer because there was rumours, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, there were rumours because he he's, he's friends with Josh. Um, Josh Cranker, isn't he? So yes. I, th- I think there was rumours that he would he would be getting the role, which I was never in favour of. Um, mainly because I didn't like the way that he abandoned sort of arson um, to go to Sky when yeah. he was he had. I think well, I can't remember what the job he had now, but he was coaching. He was doing he his coaching, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And the you know he chose to go down that route, which yeah. I thought was perhaps a sign that you know maybe he's not the he, not the coach we want him to no. be but um
1: and unlike Gary Neville who's who, he did a similarly terrible job when he became manager he's not even that great a pundit i don't
0: think he no. was
2: that yeah. great no. he?
0: He looks great, but he's not, yeah. not, not the best. He does look amazing.
1: Yeah, he is the most,
2: ma- like, you know. He's gonna be It might be too early to write him off. I mean, he's I'm gone not, to I'm a club f- really struggling. Yeah, yeah continue I to it struggle. Like it's the wrong job. I mean, though. you want to yeah. give Emery months until you make a judgment. Maybe a month into Monaco is, is a bit early. But oh, of I mean, course, see, not, he, yeah. he looks very downbeat. From the few bits of, of quotes I've seen, I think yeah. he, he said, I just got it up here, after that Champions League defeat, he said, people tell me after every match it can't get worse, but it does.
1: I kind of admire it. I, I'm on the one. I mean, I think, I don't think, it's, I think it's totally the wrong job for him, Monaco. But I, might, yeah. I mean, he could just sit there, couldn't he? Like having the time, he could do anything, Thierry. Henry. He could just like sit there, he yeah. could be a TV presenter of like not even a football. He could just like he's so charismatic and handsome and everything. I don't even know why he's bothering to be a manager. Do anyone thing? know how like...
0: Vieira's getting on as well? Because he's a, is he at Nice? Yeah, even better, but, isn't he? Yeah, because no. maybe that maybe that was the sort of job that, that yeah. Thierry should have yeah. gone for, sort of a mid-table club, not I think so, not necessarily struggling, not mid-season. Get a good summer in there as well.
3: It's typically hubristic though, isn't it? Sort of going, I can save this team. Yes.
0: I'm the <laughs> one. <doing this. laughs>
3: you yeah. need an Allardyce or a yeah, Pius exactly. to go yeah.
1: into Yeah, you know. and wherever he is, he's definitely not an <laughs> Allardyce. <or laughs> I mean Were you was it was any, were you in favour of Arteta coming to, in the in the um, so what was your feeling when that was the strong... I think I think I would have preferred someone,
0: I mean, you know, whether we were ever really in for him realistically, someone like Max Allegri, I think I would have gone oh, for tier. like yeah, top, he was, top tier. He was a dream, yeah. you know, great experience. Um, I, I think I would have preferred someone like that rather yeah. than someone completely inexperienced. I, I like the, the romanticism yeah. of it. I thought it would have been, you know, wonderful. Have it, maybe he's got some of, you know, Pep's magic dust or something. But um, I, I think in the end we made the right choice to go for someone yeah. who's yeah. a bit more experienced.
1: Okay. And the, that's gone. One I was more thing say, you have on your menu. Oh, which was, I was
2: going to say for those wondering firstly how oh yeah. Patrick Vieira is getting on. Oh yeah, go on. As Chris was. Uh, nice are currently seventh in Ligue 1. Having oh, finished, right. They finished eighth last year. So right. he's you know, carried them on okay. at, yeah. about the level that they uh, level they were.
1: The French League is pretty poor though. Now, I mean, I feel that's partly well, why PSG, PSG 13 yeah, played, yeah, played or?
2: 13 or won 13, scored 45, conceded I mean, yeah. seven. That's so, that's just, so they're just boring. the 13 yeah, points. So, clear I think that's why they're a bit shit in
1: Europe because they haven't got anyone to challenge. Yeah, them, there's it, no either. Either. Yeah. The other thing I was going to ask is just after our last podcast, do you know, I don't know if you remember this, the night of our last podcast, the news broke. That Arsene Wenger was about to take over at uh, Milan, AC Milan, because it didn't mm-hmm. happen, and he said it's it was fake news. news. Fake news. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did he actually <laughs> he said say he said fake news? news? Yeah. Oh, Arsene, oh. what are you doing?
1: And then? you know, the, the, the place where he said that was on Be In Sport, where he's a regular pundit with bloody Andy Gray and um, oh, oh, no. Harry Knuckles. Oh. What's his name? Oh, oh, Richard, Richard Key. Keys. Richard Keys. Harry Thank Knuckles.
3: You. Like <laughs> le, le fake <laughs> the fake news. The fake news. yeah. The news fake.
1: But that would have been, I would have been thrilled just to see him like taking. I feel like. A, Back to my, my, I don't like to rake over hot coals and constantly go on about him. Although I do quite a lot, but one of my main theories about him is he was always a bit scared of having another big club and yeah. having to really do a difficult job. And I feel that's why I don't feel he will take a job like like Milan. I don't know what. Am I being unfair?
2: Well, yeah. The, the quote he gave is the only thing I can say is that it's, it's fake news. I cannot master the rumors. I can only master what I do in my life. Beautifully so typical. Yeah. <laughs> I think he is going to take a job soon, though. I really right. do. What, what, from what, what, what I job, uh, understand, yeah. I don't know what job he's going to take. But you know, I, as I said on a previous podcast, I know that from a you know someone who would definitely be in the know on it. That he's mm. had offers and. uh you know, he even said himself he expects that by January he'll he'll be looking to get back in the game and take an opportunity soon.
3: As a, as as someone who's into aesthetics, I think he's going to wait for the right city to come along. Oh, maybe you know. Milan's so, quite nice, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's lovely, but maybe it's just actually. I well,
1: having said that, I could think Milan's got really nice bits, but actually, it's, it's kind quite, of not quite open quite, and bland. Yeah. You know, you've
3: got parts of it that are brilliant. I mean, yeah. you, where would you, you have recommend? As
1: an That's the aesthetic that you are, Ellie, where would you? What city do you think? <laughs> Probably Rome. Rome yeah. he's been spending Istanbul. his time
2: here though while he while he works it out definitely being seen in Waitrose in Totteridge a lot <laughs> <really> <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you stalking him? well <laughs> you know, friends of the family yeah, you right. know, who also hang out they're not waiting in Waitrose hoping he appears, I can't see
1: him doing, doing another job in the Premier League though can you? Can no
3: I no, think, you think he's been quite I really vocal on that. but yeah. now that he's broken <laughs> the not, seal when yeah. he has sort of you know he's left he, I, I think he was scared I think he sort of mm. thought that maybe if he left Arsenal he was going to shut down and die like he yeah. could see the end yeah. um, but now he realise is that there is life after Arsenal yeah. and well, they can go he, off and do something.
1: He's given him some brilliant interviews where he's been very honest about how he did feel kind of like empty. About yeah. That. I mean, would. did yeah. the same job yeah. for 21 years. I, yeah. say, I
3: could have met him because his daughter graduated from Cambridge Whoa. last year and I was out of town on the fucking day that he was there outside the Senate oh, House. So have you ever what met
1: Chris? I, uh, I haven't, no. Surely no. you could set up a massive, epic interview with him in g Yeah, I should try, although the, I think the interview
0: would be sort of 15 minutes of me just hugging him probably just thanking him he'd be fine with it you wouldn't
1: get many quotes from him he'd be absolutely fine (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, we should get. Where should we should get. Go? What we get
2: something else? Well, who, who who have you met? Has anyone been walking around the corridors of, of Cambridge? Uh, had a few, didn't Hector? Where did, was that Oxford? Hector? Spoke no, he at? went no. to
3: Oxford, and yeah, I was rightly angry at the fact that he went to Oxford, not Cambridge. But we've just yeah yeah. Um, any fo- any footballers gone to Cambridge Hector, Union? My, no. One of
1: my friends is on. Is now. It's kind of about. I'm not sure if I can say this. Maybe but anyway. He's going to be working with Hector. One of my friends. Wow. he speaks he, to him quite regularly on yeah.
2: a on a fashion
1: maybe on maybe on a. Maybe on a Say more than that. Come I'm, I'm saying is Hector is proving to be like he didn't have his greatest game, not did anyone against Wolves, but he's proving to be quite the, quite the, like, I mean, he's, he's awesome. a role model, future, he's ca- awesome. future captain, future I yeah. captain. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's another one who's he's improved massively under Emery, and his fashion's getting better as well. So, it's his awesome. fashion's
3: <laughs> quite something. I yeah, mean, if you're I not new, a... following him on, on Instagram, he's, he's so sort of nouveau in his, in like, he's very chic, yeah, but also. Ezra Miller, the actor, <laughs> yes. that's just Hector Bellerin. You're right. right, Hector. Hector yeah. is the Ezra Miller of
1: football. Yeah. If Hector wears that kind of outfit the, the Ezra that Ezra wore to an that premiere, which outfit. is this kind of like, what was it? And it was, that was a tribute to Arsene Wenger's coat, was it? It was, yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a brilliant. <laughs> he's a fan. It, um, the, Josh is showing us this picture of the great Hector, just kind of. The problem with that picture is he's wearing a kind of, you know, silly hat and Do glasses you know and it's, everything. But it's the, it's the finger gesture that's wrong
2: with it. I, mean,
3: yeah. I, I think the fashion's fine. He's kind of frat boy beach ready in that picture there, which is. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: well, true. Well, I think you can tell what's more popular. His his last Arsenal f- related photo got two uh, hundred 200, twenty 221,000 likes, but his fashion stuff is all noticeably lower. I would say 112,000, 148,000. Yeah, but that's because, so,
1: that's because the shot of him kissing Lacazette is much better. Yeah, that's a much more exciting shot. He, right. that's
2: He's kissing Lacazette a I lot more people are Well, people are more into following him for the Arsenal stuff, I suspect. I'm here
0: for
3: the commentary on climate change, actually. Oh, and the climate
2: change. <laughs> no, he's, he's a clever, he's a yeah, smart, like intelligent it. guy. I like
3: yeah. that he's outspoken. Yes. Um, Following I think, in the footsteps of Flamini, I think as well. Yeah, well, Flamini set
1: up the whole thing with. Um, he was bio- in the UN, wasn't he? Chemicals, I think,
3: yeah. biochemicals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But the other great thing about my my greatest memory of um, Hector's Instagram is when he Instagrammed that he was watching Ricky Gervais's last yeah, st- <laughs> and I and I re-instigated, and he and he thanked and he liked it, he favoured it. Did he? Very excited about it.
3: Oh, he liked. Yeah, Hector. Liked one of my one of oh, my tweets. Has it really is... liked
1: one of your
0: tweets, Chris? Not that I'm aware okay. of. Oh, come on, <laughs> Dave. You've got to join the club, Chris. Come on. I'm just going to keep atting <laughs> him now religiously yeah. until yeah. until he does. We should all
1: be virtually stalking him. Uh, that, that, I've just seen a picture where I was at that event that's where I met him Hector, where he's wearing that jacket there yeah I was at that one anyway we should it doesn't really work on a podcast point you've got a lot
2: of that like visual um, stuff to this podcast oh, I, this yeah it's a, it's a new environment for us being yeah, here in enough. Camden uh, I, as everyone can now have, having sat through the last 53 minutes can tell that the audio Sorry. has probably not been at the level it's used to but we, we'll uh, we've we done
1: our best we <laughs> need to have predictions oh, it's the boring
2: um, international, international break, break. Oh, oh my god and we so don't even have Danny Welbeck to support the England squad. Oh, that's uh, now a, a it's blow. It's a blow. Well, I don't it?
1: even know who England are playing to be honest. With
0: you. America, USA. USA. Right. Yeah. Oh, bro. that's the
1: Rooney testimonial. Yes, it's the right, Rooney okay. yeah. Croatia. And, oh, and Croatia. It's the big Rooney right. scandal. Yeah, yeah. I give yeah. that one a miss. Yeah, don't give. A, I literally couldn't give, give a damn about the whole thing.
3: It's just getting in the way of the decent football. It's, it's just so right. frustrating. Although I do feel, I was going to say, I feel we do need this break
1: now because I felt we were a bit tired. Yeah. We did one of the things against Wales, I think, was time. Regrouping, exactly. But, so we have to look forward to, um, in two weeks' time, Bournemouth away on the 25th of November.
2: Yeah, it's a Sunday. It's a um, Sunday. Away um, at Bournemouth. The hardest uh, away ticket to get in the Premier League, just really? due, due to the rest of the small one? allocation. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've got one yet. Not okay. at the moment, necessarily. Um, although I have put, we've all decided about eight of us are going up to Old Trafford for the midweek game away at Man United. So looking forward oh. to that. Um Yeah, so we've uh, We come back And we'll be podding The day after the Bournemouth game So, I mean Look, we need to get out Of this cycle of draws We do, yeah It's it's ridiculous We didn't have a draw For like about Over
1: 18 months or something And now we're on This massive roll of draws It's weird, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I mean It was, what, since The 3rd of January We haven't had a Premier League draw And now we've had You know, a couple Well, three in a row Billy, what is your Official prediction?
3: Uh, 2-1 to the Arsenal I think we'll pull our finger out And actually go for it I've said that phrase about three or four times Put now, but I'm quite liking it,
1: yeah. Do you use it in your essays about Justin um, Shandy? <laughs> if only Tristan Shandy had pulled his finger out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if only he'd stopped talking about the act of writing. Yeah. But no, yeah, I think we'll do it. I think we'll uh, come back from the break. I think maybe um, Emery will have looked at the last couple of games, maybe seen that draws are simply not enough, um, and hopefully maybe he'll shake th- things up and, and go for a 4-4-2. I think one of the things that we need to do is surprise the opposition a bit more. Um, yes. I, I think it's it's we're sort of we're sinking into the army, yeah. um Yeah, easily readable, easily playable, mm. and I you know I think we do need to shake yeah, it up a bit. Well. What was the prediction again? Two, Two one. one to the Arsenal, Chris. I think that's fair. I think that's probably. Probably what I would have gone for.
0: I think it's going to be a hard. Not sure four. if you're allowed to have the same prediction. Am I not allowed? Well, okay, well I go sure. You know what? I'll go three two. <laughs> that, I'll go three that's two. That's good, nice. Um, yeah, we always look like we're going to concede a couple, so hopefully the, the strikers yeah. turn up. But yeah, I mean, I do think I think we'll win, but I think it will be really sort of edge of edge of, edge of your seat stuff. Yeah. yeah, won't be much in it at all. Josh.
2: I think it'll be another draw. I think this uh, this run oh, of draws will no. continue. Drawing away at Bournemouth would be a you know a, a better result than the disappointment we had at home to Wolves mm. and a, away at Palace. Yeah, Bournemouth looked good. They were so unlucky against United that they had that sort of point snatched away from them at the end. And look, they've got a striker in the uh, in the England squad in, in Callum Wilson. That's, uh, that's more than we've got now. That Welbeck's not there. Oh, yeah. I just I, I think one one or two two. So yeah, what, we'll go there.
1: Which one are you going for? Two two. Okay um i'm gonna go for maverick 3-1 only based on our guest in the last podcast made the observation that 3-1 Nadine. is a common yeah it's a common i result. think he said that at
2: home alan alga did actually oh uh, okay yeah alan uh, did look into it. that he did um he said this season that would be a you know a handsome return on your yeah. profits not so much last season yeah well i'm just going for anyway. this has been a marathon <laughs> marathon yeah, podcast for us
1: it's because we're in this lovely in your home yes slash office is it weird for you josh
2: no, I'm happy here. Actually, in Camden, we might have to do this more often. Actually, it's a bit warm in this room It's at quite the warm, moment. Yeah. But I've got you a lovely coffee.
0: Where were we meant to be otherwise? We
2: were going to be near Old, Old Street. Street, right? Okay. Yeah. So we're um, in Camden.
0: Works for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, all happy with Camden. I,
1: I, oh, I, I assume it. Billy, Billy's ho- kind of spiritual home is Camden. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Slightly like unfairly. Uh, uh, with we, like the rock. Over kind of the world. last
3: fifteen years, we've played so many gigs in Camden, and you know, so many nights. Just brilliant yes. nights nice so Subway's, nice.
1: Subway's fans, they're based in Camden, aren't they? They
3: love a bit of that. <laughs> do you, do you, do you oh, see us as that sort well. of well, uh, no, 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 that trendy? Well, I'm not in a nice way. That's trendy, I, that's yes. yes. We are kind of trendy. No. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, no, but yeah, it's, it, Camden's got um, some incredible venues yeah. around here. And yeah. so, there, yeah, have been some brilliant nights here.
1: Did you hear um, uh, Mark Kermode talking about the venue? He played a venue in Camden of the weekend. And, and the, oh, right. And the entrance was at the side of the stage. like The the, the, the door into the venue is at the side of the stage. So if you're standing there... Insufferable. Yeah, I don't know where Hamlet, that is. That's yeah. somewhere. You must have played there. If, um, I don't remember where it was.
3: Where was it? Do you remember what it was called? He did say, but I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Cause, if you um, named
1: every venue in Camden, which would add extend this podcast by a few more <laughs> it minutes... It probably would, yeah eventually yeah. get to it anyway thank you so much for coming back my you've pleasure thank joy. you so much for having chris, me, chris you've been a legend well, thank thank you. Thank you. come back soon josh you've i think you've engineered it brilliantly well, well
3: done the proof will be
2: in the yeah. uh in the listening
3: yeah and if all, all else fails just add some reverb oh, go. good to hint.
2: okay good that hint. will be taken on board maybe billy you want to write a theme tune for this podcast anyway
4: thanks
3: bye <laughs> see you I will, next week you like.
1: oh my god there you go bye <laughs> This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrooks.
4: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumpercasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>